All right, here we are. Christmas Day. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. It's Christmas Day. There's many drivers out there. They're still running the road. They're still delivering that freight. There's lots of reasons. Maybe they have time critical. Maybe they have medical supplies. Maybe they have something very fragile. Produce. Who knows? But there are people out there working Christmas. Just like there's people working Thanksgiving and every other holiday driving up and down the road so that everybody can have their Christmas spirit. I made it home. I'm one of the lucky ones. Com- most companies try to get the drivers home. But there are a lot of companies that, for logistical reasons, can't get their guys home, and that's just the way it is. So for all you guys out there running the road, hey, Merry Christmas. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not out there with you, but I appreciate what you're doing. You know, there's just a lot of them out there. That being said, I'm in Milwaukee. The uh, I go to work tonight. The uh, weather's pretty nice out. I was out there with a short, short sleeve shirt out down by Lake Michigan. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I was flying the drone. There's a lot of people down there hiking. Had the kids out, uh, walking around. Had the dogs out. Uh, this year for Christmas, I get a drone. I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm going to be doing more stuff with the YouTube channel with that. And I also got a compass. Now, the nice thing about this compass is it's engraved. Now, at first I thought it was a stopwatch when I opened it up. You know, and I'm not real big on Christmas gifts, but it's a compass. And I opened it up and I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. You know, it's a... You know, nice metal compass pops open like a, you know, like a stopwatch would. You know, it's that style. And I thought, wow, this is really sharp. I didn't, I didn't really look at it in the light. Then I looked at it on one side. And it says, the Dalvey Company, established in 18, I think that's 18 something, 1867, I think it says. You know what? I can't really read that. Or 1807, 1897? I think it says 1897. My eyes are getting getting bad. But anyway, this is what it says. To Charles. That's my name, Charles. I go by Kingfish everywhere, but that's my name, Charles. It says, To Charles, may the inspirations of your travels always lead you home. Forever yours, Stacy. Wow. I just, you know, I, I sort of, I shed a tear big time. I was like, because that's all I do is travel. 
you know, and hopefully the things I'll find on the road will take me home. May the inspirations of your travels always lead you home. Forever yours, Stacy. And then it has our wedding anniversary in the back. Charles and Stacy, 716, 2004. Now, my first thought when I saw our, our the wedding anniversary in the back was, oh, thank God, I finally have something that reminds me of of uh, when our anniversary is. <laughs> my second thought was, oh, no, I have no excuse to forget our wedding anniversary now. Oh, jeepers. So anyway, it came, this is a nice compass. I think this is probably the the best gift I got. I mean, I like the, I like the drone. Don't get me wrong. It's a Mavic Mini. Uh, you know, and I was flying around today, and I really like that. But I mean, this is like, yeah, this is really personal. And I thought and it comes in a nice wooden box, you know. And I thought, wow, that is that inscription is just perfect. I said, you know, where did you get that from? Or did, you know, because it just literally is perfect you know, for me, you know, for us. And uh, Stacy said, which she goes by Queen Fish sometimes. She said, oh, well, I called Knickknack. That's her little niece. Well, she's in her 20s. And uh, she was driving home and she said, I, you know, she, I said, I need to get this thing engraved. What do you think? And Knickknack said, well, you know, she said the, 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 <laughs> the she, <laughs> she said it off the top of her head. She goes, what about something like that? You know, oh, let's see if I can open the keys. She goes, May the inspirations of your travels always find your way home. And Stacy was like, Oh, oh, that's perfect. Oh, I'm gonna go with that. So Nick Nick came up with that while she was driving, and I thought that was perfect. And so, I, my first thought was because you know, the two sisters, I thought, Geez, all right. So the naughty niece will get her a fondue pot when she finally gets married. But for Nicole, we'll probably buy her something nice. You know, get her something nice for, for her wedding. Something like, no, we'll get something nice for both of them, of course. Actually, hopefully someday that, you know, that would be kind of cool. It's uh, kind of weird to see the kids grow up. You know, you, you start off, you see these kids, and, you know, and you're buying them gifts, you know, toys, whatever. And then now you see them as adults and they're doing their own thing and they're working. And But isn't that what Christmas is all about? You know, it's like a, it's like a coat check. You know, it's like, you know, you're checking in and you're saying, hey, whoa, you're reevaluating re what the kids are into and what they're up to. And as drivers, people that are gone all the, all the time, it's easy for us to do this because we don't see the kids all the time. I mean, not see my nieces you know, but a couple of times a year because of the way I travel and they live a little, well, not too far away, but far enough away. And now with their lives doing what they do, it's a little harder to see them, you know, and they got their own little thing going on, which we think is awesome. You know, we love it. And they're smart girls. You know, I, I can't stand dumb girls. Yeah. They're smart girls who can think for their own. And I like that both of them. And it's just, yeah, there's nothing worse than a, than a dumb girl. But her par their parents brought him up to be smart, and that's the way it is. And then for my own son, you know, what greater gift could I get this year than a grandchild? I mean, this guy's amazing. He just laughs and smiles and, 
Yeah, it doesn't cry too much. Well, at least not when we're around. But, you know, so this year, 2019, I look back on it. And I think this was a good year for me. This is a good year for us. You know, and as far as Stacy goes, you know, we've had our ups and we've had our downs. And sometimes we've been frustrated with each other. But we've been together since, well, been married since 2014. And we met in almost in early 2002 and we've been with each other ever since you know does that mean life is perfect no but when you drive and you're going all the time like we are it's not easy luckily for me she was a dispatcher so she understands the trucking industry and what goes along with it so i'm lucky that way it does make life a lot easier I don't have to explain things or why I'm getting routed where I'm going or anything like that. She doesn't do that stuff anymore, but at least she did it long enough to where she understands. And she understands the business. And the business isn't always easy. Businesses can be quite hard on our families. You know, I'm lucky that my family knows and has been in the business and understands what I do. But for a lot of people who don't, it can be hard on them. You know, not understanding why you can't get home or explaining to us to a seven-year-old that you're going to be late for Christmas because you got a flat tire on the way home or there's a snowstorm you know things like that those are things that we deal with on a daily basis and they get compounded on the fourth of July how many single fathers are out there driving trucks and they promise because I was a single father for a while and I promised my kid, hey, I'm going to pick you up at this certain time. But I couldn't make it. Because I got a flat tire or the truck broke down for some reason or there was traffic. You know, these, these are the things that we have no control over. And we try our best and it's just, you know, it just sucks. But we're lucky. We explain to the kids what's going on. And a lot of times they'll, they'll understand of course, that being said, I never would tell my son, Justin, exactly when I was getting home. Just in case I was late. Yeah, I'd add a couple hours to the trip in case I got a flat tire or something. Sometimes it helped. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes you got stuck for more than you wanted to. But, you know, that's what we do. We do this so we can support our families. And quite honestly, I love driving. I love seeing the country. I love traveling. So it's a good fit. But it's still hard on us. It's still hard on the families. And that's what we need to remember. That when you're driving, it's not just you on the road. It's your family on the road. It's your, it's your people. It's the ones you care about. It's your mother, father, in-laws. You know, the whole family. And they don't always understand why you can't be there because you're hauling a load somewhere and you're stuck, especially during the winter. So just bear with them and just deal with it. Do the best you can. It is what it is. Isn't that what we always say, drivers? It is what it is. We're not really sure what it is, but there's nothing we can do about it. So why fret over it? Yeah, there's just nothing we can do. So we travel, we deliver the freight, we keep the country strong.
Now this year, it's been a little rough. Over 800 trucking companies have gone out of business with over 25 or with 2,400 power units put out of service. Biggest one being, of course, Celadon. And then, you know, and then you go up to Canada, Celadon's a Canadian subsidiary, they, they went under, that was over 400 trucks. Oh, there goes a plane overhead. I don't know if you can hear that. But anyway, that's, you know, the kind of year. Now, we've never had this many trucking closers in a year. People keep saying this is the greatest economy, and I'm not so sure about that. If this was the greatest economy, I don't think we'd see three, you know, record-setting closures in the trucking industry. Trucking industry sees the closures before everybody else does. Because a lot of companies can hide it for a while, but they can't hide what they ship. And if they don't ship something, the trucking companies see it. So, are we in for downfall? I don't know. You can still make some money driving truck. There's a lot of opportunities. I'm not going to tell you where to go. There's lots of places. You can do flatbed reefer, doubles, triples, big boxes, you know, whatever you want. A lot of it's really going to depend on where you live. So, you know, what's best for me might not be best for you. Uh, example, I didn't find anything in Milwaukee I really liked. So I took a job in Chicago. So I'm a sleeper driver out of Chicago. I drive an hour or two hours to get to work. Usually in the middle of the night, so it's not a big deal. It's 110 miles to get to work, 110 miles back. Well... It's 200, you know, I'd only do it once a week. Now, keep in mind, the drive sucks. I, I won't deny that. But if you drive 30 miles to work every day, you're driving 60 miles a day, and that's 300 miles. So you're driving more in a week than I am. The only thing is I'm doing mine all at once. Now, once I get to work, my co-driver lives close to the terminal. I'll set up the truck, and then I'll go to bed. Then he'll leave out. And I'll wake up, and I'll take over around 3 in the afternoon, 3 or 4. Oh, excuse me. And the thing about that is, a lot of times I'll just go to sleep. I won't even see my co-driver until, you know, we're four or 500 miles down the road. Now, a lot of people don't like sleepers, but it's because I've had bad partners. I've had some bad partners myself. Currently, right now, I got a good partner. Uh, little Billy's a good driver. Uh, been around driving just as long as I have. Actually, he's probably more experienced than I have. We've both been driving the same amount of time, but I've done mostly big boxes, truckload, and then this LTL stuff. You know, the doubles and triples. He's done dump trucks, hopper trucks, uh, you know, tankers all kinds of stuff stuff that i've never done so he's got more varied experience than i have for sure i have more doubles experience but he's got more than enough to you know i don't think my experience you know means much more than you know what he's already got so it's kind of nice you know he's a well-rounded driver definitely got more experience than i do and i like that and the guy's smart you get a good co-driver who's smart, the run will go fast. And you can make some good miles, and you can knock them out fast. You get a guy who's really slow, maybe not so smart. Well, you're going to be waking up. 
help the guy, or which is no big deal, or you're gonna find yourself in trouble for no reason. So, so anyway, the best thing you can do is find yourself a good co-driver. Oh, should I get a glass of water before I started this? You know, I never seem to do that. It's I I don't know why I just simply fail at that. So anyway, that's my that's my long drawn out Christmas rant. And now if you're out there driving, just remember those people in the cars, they don't see the road as well as you do. And they're also not used to being on the road as long as you are. So give them a break. Yeah, they don't have that nice big glass in front of them. You know, the guy's got his wife yelling next to him. He's got the kids in the back seat screaming and yelling. And he's got to go to work tomorrow or Monday. And so he's driving home tonight or, he's, you know, Wednesday night. Or was this? Yeah, today's Wednesday. <laughs> or he's, you know, who knows? So give those four wheelers a break. The guy's probably exhausted. He's not used to driving more than 20, 30 miles at a time. Now he's on a 200-mile trip from Grandma's house. So try to give him a little bit of space if he can. As far as the rest of the traffic, well, just remember, during the holiday season, the people that are on the road are not the same people that are usually on the road. They're not used to the interstate. They don't understand the etiquette of the interstate. They think they do, but they don't. So just bear that in mind and give them a little extra space. That's what I do. Just give them a little extra space. It's not going to cost you anything. It's the best way to go. So that's my rant, my holiday cheer. I'm going to start putting, hopefully, some videos up on the YouTube channel. That's Trucking with Kingfish on YouTube. There's a few things up there if you want to subscribe. Not too much right now. Not too much. And also, I'll put in the link to the photos, you know, if you find any of the photos interesting. Uh, you can find them on Shutter, Shutterstock. Yeah, it's at Shutterstock. I just do it for fun. Uh, I've only sold like 19 photos on there for a whopping $8 in one cent. Woo! We're living the dream. Now, I don't expect to make a lot of money off that. I just do it for fun. I'm going to take the photos anyway, so I put them up there. And it's just another way to display them. I don't know, I might do something else also. I'm also thinking about putting up a web page. These are the things I'm thinking about for next year. Putting up a web page. And I'm thinking, you know, you know, what, what if I did a web page, what do I want? I want to post some of the photos I see over the road. I want to post some links for the different states for the weather, maybe some weather radar, you know, different information like that. Chain laws, that's a big one. People are always asking about that. You know, and then just whatever anybody can think of that they shoot me that they think is a good idea. You know, it's uh, 414-666-1926. Leave a message. Go straight to the Google voicemail. And uh, I'll either post it here if you say it's okay. If you tell me it's not, then I'll just uh, read whatever your question was off, off the air or, you know, under the thing. I'd love to get some engagement. Would I like more listeners? No, nah, I don't really care. If I get more listeners, that'd be great. But I like to get more engaged listeners. It'd be great to get more interaction with people. Now, I'm going to try to get South Pond here more often. I uh, re-listened to that not too long ago. I thought it was a great interview. I'd like to get Vicky Curley back on here. You know, Vicky's probably not going to be... It's a hard, hard holiday for her. You know, losing her dog. 
you know, he retired and he went to go live with some people that she knew. And it still hurts because they were a great team. I thought the dog was amazing. So many good guide dogs I know this year passed. I can think of at least three. Gatsby, Valor, and Smokey all passed. All great dogs. Just great dogs. And, you know, it's hard for these people to get new dogs. It's so emotional. It's unbelievable. And then, of course, you know, Wyatt retired. He's another one. So he retired to a friend's father's house. Another great dog. And, you know, life goes on. What can you say? So anyway, Merry Christmas. Stay out of trouble. I'll do the new show. It'll release Thursday morning. Uh, oh, yes, expectations. I almost forgot. Expectations for the show. Uh, Web page with more information, more photos. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll, somebody will find it interesting. I just want to do a web page. I think it would be fun to do. Uh, I don't do any of this because I expect any kind of monetary value, you know, to get any of the money back for it. I just do it because I think it'd be kind of fun, and it's a hobby you can do over the road. And besides, what driver doesn't like to talk? Well, actually, most of us talk too much, as you can tell by myself. Let's see. What else do you want to do? I don't know. Maybe more Instagram. You know, with the photos, I see a lot of people doing that. I really don't know. I don't know. I just got to play it by ear. It's gonna. It's a work in progress. But you know, I met a lot of a lot of great people through podcasting. Jeremiah uh, Craig, he's the guy that does the intro music on here. He just got a band together, uh, the Rusty Crows. They're playing up in Boston. They just had their first gig. You can find Jeremiah Craig's music on YouTube. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Uh, I think I could have did a better video for him, but uh, maybe one of these days we'll get up to Boston. I'd love to go up to Boston and just freak him out and surprise the guy with her at a gig. I just think that would be amazing. You know, he'll do uh, custom podcast intros. And, you know, if you got a song, you want a song for your wife? Call Jeremiah Craig. He's got his own sound, man. It, it just doesn't sound like anybody else. When you listen to a Jeremiah Craig song, you know it's Jeremiah Craig. Either you like him or you don't. Actually, I don't know anybody that doesn't like him. I know I do. You know, and his podcast intro was perfect for me. So it really defines the show without me having to explain myself every week. And I really like that. In fact, it, uh, I don't know, it's just perfect. It's just perfect for the show. You know, and I got that little bumper with Lulu. Lulu's my Australian friend. I just love the way she did that. I think her and the Jeremiah Craig thing together just go perfect. You know, shout out to you, Lulu. Hope everything's going good over there in Australia. Stay away from Melbourne. You know how weird those people can get. You know, let's see what else. Do they celebrate Christmas in Australia? I'm sure they do. You know, what do they do? Bring a boomerang? Uh, Santa Claus towed by a bunch of kangaroos? Honestly, I don't know. I'll have to ask uh, Lulu or my buddy Marco. Marco's actually in Melbourne, but he's a pretty cool cat, so we let him slide. So those are the things I'm going to try to do. Oh, also more videos on the YouTube channel so I can post them up there. You know, car shows, truck shows, things like that. So I think about going to Gats. That's the uh, Great American Truck Show this year. 
think it's in March. I got a week off. I might do that. I don't know. I'm gonna, my request. You know what? If I can get a press pass, maybe I'll go. I don't know if they'll go for it, but why not? I just think it'd be a blast walk through there before anybody gets there and just talk to all the different vendors and see all the different things. It's the biggest truck show, you know, as far as I know in the world. Yeah, and Gats is uh, down there in Kentucky. I've driven by there in years and never had the time to stop by. In fact, that's where I got the Kingfish name is just uh, just north of there on the 65. I was going, this is when I first started driving. Oh, it would have been about 95, early 95, January 95. And I was going across the bridge and somebody said, uh, you know, Indiana to Kentucky. Somebody, hey, driver, what's your handle? And I said, oh, I don't know. I didn't want to say, I don't know. So I looked around and I saw the name Kingfish on a building and I said, Kingfish. And I've been sticked with it ever since. So I don't know. <laughs> That's how I got the name Kingfish. That's nothing to do with being a leader or anything. It just has to do with the fact that when somebody asked me what my CB handle was, I looked around and there was the name on the building. And that's where I got it from. Also, I like to do more rail stuff, you know, maybe uh, take the, take an Amtrak train, get, uh, you know, stuff like that. Now, if I can get Marco to finally break down, he owes me a favor and he's going to take some of the trains down around Melbourne and do an episode and we'll post that up and see what we can get out of that. I think it'll be interesting. I'd love to get him to take the con. That's the GH, the con? Afghan, the GAN. That's it, the GAN, sorry. G-H-A-N. The GAN is like this crazy uh, train that goes all the way across Australia. I was just watching the thing on it in the Masonian channel. Now, if I can talk him into taking that thing and recording it, I was, oh my God, that would be amazing. I'd love to do the thing myself, but it's a little hard for me to get over there. So we'll have to, you know, we'll see what we can talk Marco into it. The guy's got a crazy awesome voice, and he's very uh, outgoing. He's visually impaired. Well, he's blind. Let's just say blind. He doesn't care. He's blind, but uh, don't let that fool you. You get in the way of this guy or you mess with him. He's going to stand up for himself, and he'll knock you on your ass. The, you know, he's, he's an inspiration for me. He's a little shit, but... Uh, yeah, he's the kind that I appreciate and the kind I admire. So we got to talk him into doing that. That would be awesome. Melbourne. Except he's from Melbourne. It's a weird place. Not like the other places in Australia. <laughs> so anyway, I hear the outro music. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day. Like I said, I'm going to try to evolve this into something. We'll see what happens. Not really sure where we're going to go, but those are some of the things I want to try. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm looking forward to it. We got to keep on trucking. Oh, I almost forgot. Polar Steps. I'll start updating with the, the, the amount of miles we've driven on that. I've been using Polar Steps to keep track of all the miles. And it's adding up pretty quick. I don't have the, the numbers in front of me right now. But uh, I'll let you know like once a month or so every couple of weeks. Whenever I remember post the numbers it's pretty interesting i know we're over a hundred thousand right now for this bid and it just started not that long ago so we'll see what season six is the number of miles at the end of season six because right now it's just bloomington to chicago uh basically chicago to california and back chicago to denver and then back so 
know, it's all good. You know, life over the road is hard. It truly is. And you can make it harder on yourself by just hating it. But it's not really that bad. Once you get used to it and you get a routine down, you'll do all right. If it's something you're thinking about getting into, you know, it can be quite rewarding. But if you're the type of person who needs to be home every day, you got small kids, then I'd think twice about it. But overall, it's not a bad job. At least it's worked for me for quite a number of years now. You know, and that's what it's all about. That doesn't mean I haven't had some days where I wanted to quit, though. Ooh, especially when it starts snowing. You better believe it. Nothing worse than having to throw chains. But it is what it is. And I think that's the driver motto. It is what it is. So, Merry Christmas. I hope you guys had a great day. And I'll talk to you later.